Driverless vehicles are with us already and plenty more promised. We've had lots of programmes on RN exploring their potential and hazards. I sat in one such car on the Science Show way back. Quite smooth, but now in Leeds they have a simulator, not just of cars and trucks, but of pedestrians as well. Dr Yi Man Lee is a senior research fellow at the Institute for Transport Studies. Yes, so we have a very big pedestrian simulator. It is 90 metres times 4 metres. It's very, very immersive. So you can create any kind of virtual environment and project it on the mirror, and you would just be in a virtual world. You can turn yourself from New York in one minute to Leeds in a second minute. So, so it's really cool stuff. So in other words, you're simulating the kinds of streets you've got and the circumstances that real drivers will have or rather passengers sitting there. And what have you found with the simulation so far? It's a pedestrian simulator, so which means that it runs with any virtual environment that you create. So however you want the environment to be like, it will look like that. And we also have a driving simulator, which it has emotion based. So we could connect the driving simulator with the pedestrian simulator, and you can have two participants interact with each other in real time, but in a very safe and controlled environment, and that's what we do in Leeds. And what sort of picture have you had of what the future might be like as all these vehicles, under their own volition, <laughs> take you where you want to go as you sit there? In an ideal world, the automated vehicles will have to be able to detect all the road users around it, and it will also have to predict whether they are about to cross the road or not and how then the automated vehicle should behave. Should I slow down? And if I'm going to slow down, how am I going to slow down? Because don't forget that we have an onboard users in the car as well. You can't have a very hard break because people inside will feel very uncomfortable with it. So there's a lot Get whiplash. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of balance we need to get right in order for the automated vehicles to be able to manoeuvre smoothly around in a mixed traffic situation. In other words, the vehicle needs to look at all sorts of different figures. It could be small figures, you know, children, the dog running across. It's got to recognise all those things. And how are you getting on with that kind of perception? Or do they get confused, those poor cars? That's a very, very good point. Extremely important as well. So the vehicles will have to be able to detect and recognise these different type of road users, including animals or a lot of things around it. And the way that we're doing is, is that computer scientists and computer vision, they are using artificial intelligence to be able to detect all these items. In terms of pedestrians, AVs interaction studies at this moment, a lot of us have been looking at very typical, young, fairly capable pedestrians and how they interact with automated vehicles. Well, that's the experimentation, but what are you finding in terms of the ways in which it goes smoothly? Because, okay, if you're on a long drive, say in Australia, and you just point the car on a motorway and just keep going, and it's forward, and only occasionally do you get across. But in a crowded city, is it working? Can it work? A lot of the thoughts in the beginning is that, oh, when there's going to be driverless, then there will be no driver on board to communicate, you know, giving you a hand gesture saying, oh, you can go now, or like, head nodding and said, I've acknowledged you, you know, you, you can just walk in front of me, that's fine. You know, you don't get the kind of acknowledgement anymore. But we did a lot of studies in observing um, the current situations, but you do realise that a lot of car manufacturers have came up with 
concepts that they put on the vehicle. So it's called external human machine interfaces. Say they will be like giving you a smiley face or like lights, projections on the road, you know, lots of cool stuff that they put on the car to try and communicate, oh, I'm yielding to you or I've seen you. So that's what researchers have been investigating so far, you know, how all this new concept affects pedestrians' crossing behaviour. Given what you've done so far, if you are a pedestrian in this real city, would you feel safe or would you feel somewhat at risk? I think that's one thing that I need to note here because I have physical challenges, right? So I'm using a crutch. To me, being a pedestrian, it is not very easy because there's a lot of people around me and being in a crowd makes me feel like, oh, am I walking fast enough or am I blocking anyone else? And if I want to cross the road, I'm aware that I'm going to take a longer time. Will people feel all right with that? You know, will, will car drivers be all right with that? So there's a lot of differences, actually, in, if you have a physical challenges or disability when it comes to crossing the roads and how you feel about things. And to be honest, there is almost none studies looking at how people who need more, you know. Yeah, what about me? Uh, see, I don't have a crutch, but I misbehave. Okay, this morning when I was walking down to the university, it said don't walk, but I saw that the first car was about 100 metres away, and so I whipped across. <laughs> so that is a split-second thing that your car will have to adjust to. Can it do so? Yep. So... In order for the vehicle to do so in that particular moment is that, first of all, it needs to be able to detect you. So we're pretty good in detecting pedestrians. That's one good thing. Second thing that the vehicle has to do is to be able to judge your intention. You are about to cross the road. That is still quite under research in terms of the state of the arts. There's still quite a lot of works that needs to be done. And then the third one is, how would the vehicle adjust its behaviour? It probably has to slow down. And is that going to react to the pedestrian? And that kind of slowing down, will that be comfortable enough for the onboard users? So these are the, all the research questions. To me, that's a good thing, because then I would have a lot more interesting stuff that I can be answering while on the way and getting us there, if we ever is going to get there. And I see in Cosmos this week that scientists have now got an algorithm for such cars to choose instantly before a smash whether to hit the granny, the kitten or the truck. Progress.